Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from Ask a Painter Live with Nick Slavic. In this episode, Nick talks with Nick Ornitz, co-founder and CEO of Profone, and Rachel Federer from Ace Painting, who shares her backstory and experience using Profone. All right, happy Saturday, everybody. I'm Nick Slavic. I am the proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I'm also the host of this show, Ask a Painter Live. It is a weekly live Facebook show, Instagram show, and sometimes TikTok show where um, I use my 29 years of experience as a master craftsperson and a trades business entrepreneur to answer any questions and talk about any of the topics that you guys want to. Um, Over the last couple of weeks, as we do normally at the start of the year, we've been going through the Mastering the Basics series. Last week was a great show. So many emails came in after about this particular thing. Um, We did a deep dive into marketing, Uh, getting leads. And this is very important, especially for people like me and for Rachel, a fellow paint business owner from the upper Midwest. It slows down in winter a lot. And uh, we need to generate those leads in winter. And uh, best timing ever, Nick Ornitz of Profone, uh, which we got to know last year on this show. Um, If you want to talk marketing tools and actually taking the things that I talked about last week and getting traction on the ground, uh, Nick's tool and Nick's resources and Nick can help you with that. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Two quick things I want to talk about uh, before we go much farther is um, master's classes and the PCA Expo. If you want education like this in your area, in a group of 10 to 50 people, there's a link in this show. And I have about a dozen different master's classes where I take my 30 years of experience and we spend an entire day deep diving. So if you like the marketing one last time, that was an hour long where I do a top skim over all the peaks. We can go an entire day on that and I can show you the whole back end of my system and my company of how we generate leads, how we can get 70 people to call us the second week of January every year and ask for painting services. So that's a big thing. There's a link here in the show notes. Also the PCA Expo, the Painting Contractors Association. Expo is actually early March and there's gonna be about five to 600 of the brightest minds in the industry gathered in Orlando. Florida, Rachel, not far from you guys, opposite ends of Florida, but still nice. uh, still Florida. <laughs> and uh, there's going to be a whole yeah. bunch of um, education sessions led by industry people like me. There will be people like Nick there as well, vendors that we trust and know and love. And it's going to be a great time, uh, lots of socialization time. And uh, if you ever want to um, drink from the fire hose, as they say, of information, that is the main source of that thing. There's a, a link in here. We also have scholarships to that as well. I think there's somewhere between five and 10 scholarships where if you apply, give a little information about yourself, we will send you to the expo for free if you like. So there's, uh, there's more on that in the website there. Now, <laughs> we have Rachel in the Florida Keys on vacation. We have Nick. I'm not going to waste any more time. We're going to hop into this stuff. So, uh, Nick, why don't you introduce yourself first? Perfect. Morning, everyone. My name is Nick Ornitz. I'm the co-founder of Profone, and we help pros grow their businesses online, starting with a website and then additional marketing tools. So excited to share a little bit more about the lessons learned uh, from the last year working with hundreds of pros. And also, uh, we have Rachel joining us here, who has worked with us this past year. So I'm going to pass it over to Rachel to introduce herself. Hi, um, I'm Rachel from Ace Painting. We are in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Right now I'm vacationing in the Florida Keys. 
but yeah, painting. We do commercial, residential, industrial, pretty small crew, but we're busy. That's awesome. Um, Nick, um, uh, I, Rachel uh, uses your services, yes? Yeah, we've been working with Rachel uh, coming up on a year and a few months here, so um, excited to uh, be able to have Rachel share her story, and then we'll get into some tips about Profone. Absolutely, Nick. I'll let you lead the conversation well, I... with Rachel. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Um, well, Rachel, I'll turn it over to you maybe to share more about your business and advice you have for other pros, and really the time is, is yours. All right. Well, ace painting was actually started by my dad, I think, late 80s, early 90s, when people looked in the phone book and at the yellow pages for things like this. And that's how he got his name, ace, because he thought it would be the first one listed. So, yeah, he was a pretty big painter in our area for about 20, 20 years, and um, he passed away in 2017. So I thought, well, I'll give this a whirl. You know, I gave myself five years. I'm going to do this for five years, no matter how good, bad, ugly it gets. And we're going into our fourth year now, and it's been great. I mean, obviously have times where it's stressful and, you know, you want to give up, but so far, so good. Um, yeah, and I would say about a year ago is when we got our website. And it's, that's been great, too. I thought we could kind of get away with just marketing on Facebook and stuff. But once that website, I gave into doing that because customers were asking and other people that I worked with in marketing were like, hey, I noticed you don't have a website. So, yeah, once we got that, it, it was it boomed. I mean, I got calls and messages from that. I think it's a good place for my customers to go where they can kind of get a feel for how we are and a great place for me to showcase things that we do. Um, so yeah, if anybody's going into this, I highly suggest getting a website and just marketing yourself as much as you can. I mentioned that our website at the end of all my emails, um, on my business card, I've even sent out letters to potential customers and I have it on there. And it's also another way for customers to communicate with me because they can send me a text message right from the website. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And um, Rachel, you mentioned a little bit before of how you used to market uh, before having the website. How do you, uh, what forms of marketing do you do today, both with and without the website? So I, I have a radio commercial on our local station. Um, like I said, I've sent out letters to like apartment complexes, banks, uh, construction companies, just kind of a little letter, you know, introducing myself, things that we do. I give them my website and my email so that if they want to include us on their bid invites and stuff, we do that. I'm also a member of our local contractors association, which I just got elected president of this year. And they put um, they market in like the local newspapers, stuff like that. So yeah, and then my Facebook page too. Awesome, awesome. And uh, what uh, what you mentioned some of the ups and downs of the of the business. What are what are the things that you like most about doing the work that you do? 
I like my customers' reactions when it's done. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I can just do this myself. And they get started and they're like, I don't want to do this myself. <laughs> so when it's finished, they, you know, they're nine times out of 10, they're jumping up and down and clapping or just looking around in awe that it's, it's done and good. So yeah, that's my favorite part is seeing the reaction. You know, a paint job is the first thing you see when you walk into someone's home or someone's business. So to have it done and have it done right is pretty rewarding for us and them. Definitely, definitely. Amazing. And um, Rachel, what advice did you have for other pros that are watching here, um, you know, either about the site or about this general business advice? Uh, I would tell them not to give up. I would tell them just keep marketing yourself and know your worth. I mean, and every job is a learning experience. I learn something new every single time. I've watched videos on YouTube. I've watched Nick Slavic. So I think the first video that I watched of you was you restored an old door, and that just had me hooked because that's just awesome. Restoring old things is kind of my jam. But yeah, I, I would say don't give up and and know your worth. Yeah, that resonate a lot with that. It's uh, as business owner it can be daunting, and you can have the down days, but you got to keep going, and then the up days make up for all of yeah. it. So makes a ton of sense for sure. Uh, Rachel, is there anything else that you wanted to share about your journey or your business or that you think is helpful for other pros to, to hear? Um, yeah, I would say, you know, don't be afraid either to reach out to other painters. So far, I feel like people in the painting trade are very helpful. I, I, I don't notice any, in my area anyway, any like competitive bickering. You know, I feel like most of us are, we're all in it to, to do the same thing. So offering advice to each other and helping each other, it, it goes a long way. Definitely. I see in the comments that someone, uh, Bob posted that Ace Painting is just 15 minutes north of him. So looks like you've got some oh, nice. uh, local painters watching here as well. Call. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and honestly, you know, Coming from my point of view, from being in the trades for three decades, the trades have this stigma of old grumpy dudes yelling at young people. And they also have this stigma right. of being not friendly to women. So to hear you say that you feel that contractors are friendly and especially to women makes me very happy because uh, that's that's not the trades yeah. that I grew up in. So this is it, we are we are legitimately a brave new world of of trades business entrepreneurship right now. And I couldn't be happier. I agree. Amazing, amazing. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and tips and tricks. Um, Nick, I'll pass it back over to you for any last questions while Rachel's still on and uh, go from there. No, uh, Rachel, uh, two things. Number one, um, kudos for the overalls. Uh, people who watch yes. this show know that I am an overall I try all of them, um, and, and legitimately, my favorite pair, like I told you before we started the show, is my railroad overalls like that. So listen, you're, yeah, it's awesome. I love that stuff. So <laughs> uh, also, if if uh, so you had a piece of advice, there. let's hear it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, the first time no, I got no a pair of overalls, I was like, I'm just gonna try these. You know, I was up probably. 12 or 15 feet on a ladder and it was great to be able to just grab my scraper 
from right in front of me instead of having to reach around in my back pocket while I'm balancing on a ladder. So, yeah, I, I wear bibs every day when I go to work. And, and, you know, my, my excuse, uh, it was, you know, I'm, I'm a Czechoslovakian uh, guy from Czechoslovakian origin. And we're in the land of, you know, upper, upper Midwest. It's the Germans, it's the Czech, it's the Polish, things like that. And I survey the land, all my forefathers eventually worked their way into overalls because it's normally the thing that fits them the best. And so I was just being preemptive about trying to find the right overalls for later stages of my life. And it turned out like, oh no, I actually like these things a lot. These are great. So <laughs> Well, Rachel, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you doing this. And uh, it's a huge sacrifice. You're on family time right now and you're in the Florida Keys. But uh, thank you so much for doing this. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. All right, Rachel, you, you have fun. You said you're going to do some snorkeling and stuff. So we're not going to hold you from it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, have a good day. You do the same. All right, Nick, um, why don't you attempt a screen share of some slides and I will, uh, I'll lay some groundwork here. So it's interesting and I'm preaching to the choir, especially with you, Nick, but um, websites are not like a, let's see here. Websites are not a like, oh, wow, that'd be nice to have one of those or, oh, maybe someday. Like website is basically like admittance fee admission fee for, for almost any business now. And I, I really do feel like, okay, let's see, let's get your, there we go. Let's find a good configuration here. All right, hold on while we get a little, there we go. So yeah, it, nowadays it's like, it, honestly, if somebody doesn't have a website, some presence on social media, or is entered into anything Google, you're almost a ghost in, in this world, Nick. Exactly, yeah. The, the website is what we like to say, it's like your digital storefront. And I think Rachel brought up a really good point that 10, 15 years ago, yellow pages, you would try to be letter A or double A or triple A to show up first. And now the equivalent is trying to show up first online. And so that transition has happened for homeowners. It's happened for commercial clients where they're searching for people and where they're searching for pros. And so having that digital presence is extremely helpful, both for new customers and past customers to be able to share about your business. Yeah, agreed. And it's a, it's a new world and, and uh, yeah, yeah uh, all those things, very important. And, and people like me, especially in the trades uh, who aren't necessarily around technology or computers or desks all day, that's another thing that just feels like a whole lot of burden, honestly, most of the time. And that's why when, when I met you last year, um, there's lots of people who offers websites and website services, but you had one of the most unique value propositions in this space that I've ever heard. So that's most of the people watching this right now will probably want to hear some version of that, like we talked about in our first show. Of course. Yeah, I'll share a little bit about it. Um, we realized that pros in the past had to pay thousands of dollars for a site. They would get a freelancer that would charge them and then disappear. And so we wanted to solve that problem. We spent about a year making software that enables us to build websites custom to the pros businesses uh, in just a one day turnaround. So if you want your website live, we can have it ready by the next day. 
uh, and we do it for a lot less than the freelancers or big agencies that are charging you thousands of dollars and then disappearing. And then on top of that, we view the website as a tool that shouldn't just be there on day one, but can actually help you streamline the business. So I think you talked about last week, Nick, the value of capturing those leads uh, through your site so that you don't even have a phone number public available. And so the website isn't meant just to be that digital storefront, but also help you run the operations. And that's where some of our tooling and aspects of the website comes into play. Oh, I love that. And uh, if memory serves right, you actually built a website in real time uh, when we did the show last time, which was super cool. So Nick, I will let you lead it from here. And uh, yeah, seriously, if, uh, if, if, this is the time where people like me and the rest of my trades brethren uh, are working on their businesses. And uh, if you, number one, if you do not have a website, perk up, this is a thing. If you have a website and you're working with a, a, a clunky freelancer or it's not doing what you want it to do, uh, this is something that's gonna be very interesting. So there you go, Nick. Awesome, awesome, thank you, Nick. And while we won't be building a site uh, here today like we did last time, uh, happy to do a demo for anyone afterwards or uh, you know, make that free first draft. Um, what we will cover today is hopefully meant to be helpful to pros that do have a site and pros that don't. And so we're gonna cover some of the tips and tricks that we've learned working uh, with hundreds of pros and evaluating thousands of websites. So here's an example of where we've worked with pros and where we've looked at sites and so, uh, if you're in South Dakota, we don't yet have a pro in South Dakota, we'd love to work with you. But this is meant to say that we have looked at a lot of different markets and, and kind of understand uh, the, the local relevance in each of these spots. Um, with that, I wanted to start by just sharing a little bit of how Google search works because a lot of customers come to us saying, I want to show up when you type in painters near me. I want to, to show up organically. How does SEO work? It's a big buzzword in the industry. And so I wanted to break down, uh, actually showing an example, Nick, by searching for painters near where you are located. And uh, we'll, we'll showcase that you're doing a good job, but highlight how it works. So um, I'll pause there real quick, see Nick if you have anything to add, and then I'll jump into how this works. No, you take it away, man. I, I uh, yeah, very interested to see this. Cool. Um, so this is just an example. If you search painters near me in, in New Prague, uh, Minnesota, what we see first is what shows up, which are called paid Google pay-per-click ads. These are bidding on keywords that people type in, like painters near me. So that's that first box in blue. Uh, there's nothing that you can do to show up above those organically. Those are always going to be top and, and front and center because they're paid for. The next is the orange box. This is what we call the Google Map Pack. So if you have a Google My Business listing, this is where you can show up. And it will showcase three companies uh, in the first uh, batch. And then you can always click and see more businesses and scroll down the list. Uh, what you're looking for here is to show up in one of those first three or at least within uh, the next few if you click see more. And then lastly, you have just the website links. And this will be a combination of uh, the big marketplaces out there like Angie List and HomeAdvisor. Uh, pause to say their name because I know there's some adverse reactions, but uh, that's where a lot of the just general website SEO will come into play. So what this means and why it's important for your business is if you aren't running Google pay-per-click ads, it's really helpful to try to run and show up in that Google map pack. And we'll cover why or how those show up. But what you'll notice is it's not just where the business is located that shows up. So if you look at your business on the map, is actually a little bit further from the center of town 
but you're showing up above where some of these other companies are in the center of town. And there's reasons for that, and we'll cover that next. And, and I will say this from, from an experience of somebody who wants to even out that demand curve, you know, like in the summer, it's too crazy. Uh, painters, uh, uh, carpenters, tradespeople, we almost want to shut our phones off. But then in the winter, we're just like, oh my God, please, somebody, we jump at the phone. And one of the things that we've done over the years is, you know, we've experimented, we've done very tight experiments with all forms of marketing, including Google, pay-per-click ads, AdWords, things like that. And, uh, and you can correct me because you're way more sophisticated with this but from a layman's point of view my impression of all that is it's not as simple as the more money you spend the more results you get that can be the thing but you also have to be very smart about it there's ways to spend little bits of money but very intentionally and get a really good result with that sort of thing yes nick ornitz 100 agree you'll see as much as you want to spend the advertisers will let you spend but there's a big step <laughs> change in the value that you get back with just the first little bit of investment and then if you want to grow your business, you can do it in different ways. You don't just have to follow that linear curve or sometimes even exponential curve of cost for advertising. Yeah. Per well said, Nick. That great advice for all of us out there. Awesome. So, yeah, next I'll jump into uh, a question that we get a lot, which is, okay, so you say Google uh, Map Pack is important. How do I show up? Uh, well, there's three factors, and this is just publicly what Google will say goes into the, the factors. There's a lot behind the scene here, but there's three big ones. The first one is relevance, the second one is distance, and the third one is prominence. So relevance is how well does your business match the profile of what someone's looking for. So if someone types in painters near me, Google's not going to show them landscapers. It's based off of the, the business information, so types of services you offer, type of category, where do uh, you filled out the business information. That one is a little bit less in the optimization. It's a little bit more in just make sure you list your business correctly. The second one is around distance. So again, how far are you relative to where someone is searching? And then the third one is prominence. And the prominence is really where you can uh, optimize your business online and start to show up above others, even if you are further away um, in that number two category. So what goes into this is things like, do you have a website linked to your Google business listing? Do you have other directories that point to your business? Do you have uh, a well-optimized uh, website that is focused on the right keywords and information? And really importantly, do you have a lot of Google reviews uh, and are showing that you're keeping the business up to date and stagnant and not stagnant over time? Awesome. So uh, with this, then we'll jump into an example, uh, Nick, for your business here. And this is not flattery. I just typed in uh, painters near me in your town. And so uh, if you had showed up third or weren't on this list, we might have had to have a talk beforehand. But you're showing up first, which is good. <laughs> and uh, really what you notice here is that you've got a few factors that are really helping. Number one is you've got 67 reviews. Uh, we won't talk about why you're not at five stars. So 4.8 is pretty good. And uh, you've got uh, your website listed on the listing as well. You have uh, how long you've been in business. You have the uh, times that you're open. So you're doing a good job filling out that profile versus uh, the person that coming up second only has two reviews, doesn't have a website listed. Um, and, and could be improving their performance if they started to compete on some more of that. So 
that's a little bit of how uh, the Google Map Pack works. Nick, do you have any questions or other advice, maybe on things that you guys have done and, and how you're able to pull that off? No, Nick, and, and honestly, this is like textbook example of we we keep our digital presence fairly streamlined, which is we 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 fill out that Google My Business profile and everything that we can do on it. Uh, images, times of business, uh, contact information, services, that just spending a little bit of time on that is huge. And then um, having, we do a little bit of Google AdWords, a little bit of SEO, but I found diminishing returns at some point, at least in this stage of the business, uh, because you know we're limited by time and money and I don't have enough time to focus on that. So we spend a minimal amount of money and we actually get a pretty good result. Uh, we're super intentional about reviews. Again, like there's a lot of things you can do outside of this thing that you know guys like me don't understand the google you know what happens behind the google we can't control it so there's a lot of things we can control like google my business listing reviews keeping everything up to date and especially um what you do which is you have a, a website that's constantly updated and there's new things happening all the time you know that the saddest thing on earth is a 2002 website that hasn't seen any interaction, you know, in, in over a decade or so, you know, so it's, it, yeah, those are, those are huge things. And that is a great example of what some of that intentional effort from us that we can help somebody like you who can give us a website, we can do some stuff to maximize our, our impact. Exactly. And, and you touched on the importance of keeping it active, keep you up to date. And, you know, an analogy is next year at a home, you have to repaint and you have to keep it up to date or else it starts to deteriorate or starts to not look as good as the home next to it. Well, the same thing is true for websites. If your website isn't kept up to date, then someone's that is newer, the next door neighbor's site is gonna look a little bit better. So you hit the nail on the head with trying to talk about uh, improving, keeping the, the site going, not just having the 2002 sample that you had made back in the day and not touching it. <laughs> Um, so maybe Nick, to, to jump next into, you talked about streamlining your online business. Well, I took a look at what profiles do you have out there? And uh, if you type in to learn more about your business online, what you'll see here is uh, what we classify as the three must haves for the business. So uh, one, your own website, we're biased, but we do believe in it. Number two, that Google business listing and number three, a Facebook page. You're gonna notice when you search for your business, uh, those are the first uh, three things that someone online will see. You've got the Google business listing on the right-hand side, you've got the website first, and you've got the Facebook page uh, third there. Some nice-to-haves, which is awesome to see that you have them, it will help with your online presence, is uh, boosting additional online uh, listings. Now, uh, some of the more popular ones are things like having a Yelp page, an Instagram page, um, and then other online listings, Nextdoor House, TikTok, um, other platforms where you can market the business. And the reason that all those help is they add backlinks to your site um, and there are other ways that homeowners can come across your profile or commercial companies can come across your profile. So just wanted to touch on for companies out there that are watching that don't have one of those first three, would definitely recommend it. And then if you have the time or kind of nice to have or some of the other categories. And Nick, this is... Uh you're speaking my language here. I speak in bullet points and the last three slides are probably the most concise roadmap for people who don't have any of this. It's like you couldn't have laid out the priorities or the simplicity of this any better. In the trades, um, we operate, I mean, there is, there is another painting business in this town that doesn't show up on these because that person doesn't own a computer or a phone or a cell phone. 
legitimately. These are people that advertise in the, the newspaper only. Great people. They offer great service. They are 100% ghosts. 100% ghosts. You will not find them if you tried. You would become frustrated if you had a cell phone and you tried to find this other painting company. So this, what I'm seeing here is there is a very small amount of money that needs to go into a website. Everything else under there is free. You can do this with your effort. And if you if you are in our industry, which is the Wild West, we're operating with people with no websites, no cell phones, don't use a lot of email. If you just do the things, the six things on here, you will immediately see a difference in your findability and 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 how people get a hold of you. Like this, Nick, you couldn't have made a more clear pathway right here. Thank you. Yeah, we try to showcase that it, it isn't as complex as some people make it out to be. You'll talk to SEO agencies that uh, really talk a, talk you you know through a twenty page summary of everything that you have to do, and there's a lot of value to doing some of that. But it's like what you said earlier. There's just that first bit you can do that can add a lot of value, and then if you have the investment or time, you can obviously improve that from there. Um, the other thing to mention is is just that. Uh, you talked about the business that doesn't have that online presence. Well, what we hear a lot from pros is, well, I'm word of mouth, uh, just get our referrals. I don't need an online presence. The thing that you have to realize, though, is that when a homeowner refers you to another homeowner, they're likely to go online and type in your business and see, well, can I learn a little bit about it? You know, I trust my, my neighbor, John, that's telling me Nick Slavic is great, but I also want to see some social proof of that. And so a lot of people will go online and type in the business. And if you don't show up, then that referral might not convert. That newspaper ad that you ran might not convert. And so it's all working together as one system. It's not just, hey, I only do this one uh, one piece of marketing. You've got to use it as a, a web that interconnects. Social proof, Nick Ornith. Our generation wants social proof. We 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 will usually never, you know, you have a friend that says, oh my gosh, this uh this uh uh, this uh, windshield uh, chemical that you know uh, beads up water is great. You should get some of this. And then you see it, you're like, oh, great. So we'll go to Amazon, we'll look it up, and then we'll start looking at reviews. And then we'll start doing, we always do two or three, two or three things extra. We normally just don't, oh, Amazon one-click buy, we'll just get that. We normally like, okay, give me one or two more bits of information. What are, what are some other things we could get? Like when you search for that particular chemical, what other things come up? Then you look at those. So social proof, Nick, is huge. And I love, I love, I'm sure in, in the tech space, social proof is, is a word combination that you guys often, it doesn't, not something we hear, but we, I love that. And I'm going to use that from here on out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's really important for our business as well. Of course, I'm sure folks watching this might go type in Profone and see what comes up. And, and it's not just true for... Uh, tech businesses, but also true for local services and, and even more so that that homeowner that's trusting someone to come into their house, they really want to validate, uh, do, does this business look reputable? And um, the first three here add a lot of reputation, a lot of credibility that someone can build that trust. Huge. Um, awesome. So next, I uh, want to talk about, we looked at some of the top websites that we've worked with and wanted to summarize some of the tactical or things that you can do as business owners. We aren't going to focus on the technical behind the scenes advice here because we want to make this something that each of you can take away and, and learn from. So the first one is what we just talked about a lot. 90% uh, of the, the top websites that we worked with have that Google business listing and have that Facebook page. Um, uh, 
On average, the top sites were posting on Facebook every two weeks. That was things like before and after photos of their work, status updates about their availability, um, uh, photos of their team, really just keeping that presence active. Uh, and then the third piece was a lot of them have other uh, social profiles. Again, these vary, and you can look at um, you can look at different free accounts on things like Instagram and TikTok, and even a free profile on Nextdoor. Um, other ways to build that social proof we just talked about. Uh, additionally, we talked about reviews earlier. 75% uh, of these had more than 15 reviews on Google My Business. The variance here will come into play with what are your competitors in the local area have. If your competitors only have one or two reviews, you might get away with four or five, six. However, if you're in a place where your competitors have a lot of reviews or um, there, there's more businesses located in that area, you really want to focus on, uh, on getting those reviews. And we'll touch a little bit on advice for getting reviews, but it really is just as simple after every job of saying to your home, the customers you work with that their feedback value, values a lot if they would leave it and you can send them the link easily. We have some tools where you can send that out to all of your past customers to make the process easier. Uh, but even without tooling like that, you could still ask one-on-one. -on -one. And then lastly is looking at how you are converting website or website visitors to potential leads and potential customers. So um, all of the sites that we have that are top performing, we put a what we call a send us a text or get a free quote button, which allows a homeowner to actually fill their information in and then it's sent to you via SMS versus asking for a call. The call works uh, well because you get someone on the line, but it is also a roadblock for a lot of people that might be looking at your business while they're on the train or in a place that they don't want to call and they just want to send that quick message uh, to get the conversation started. So I liked a lot last week, Nick, that you shared your site that uh, you don't list that phone number publicly. You collect all those leads into a, a Google Sheet. And so that is something that we recommend uh, to folks as well. Yeah, and, and you know, you have to remember that a lot of the times, you know, busy professionals, they got to get their kids out the door in the morning and then in the evening, they don't want to be sitting here on a 22 minute phone call with a contractor because uh, contractors on family time, there are too. A lot of times people just want to say, listen, sometime today I want to get the process started. If they submit an electronic form, I start it with a text message, they get some confirmation. They're like, good, I've checked that off the box. Now it's up to this person to call me back. And that's for professionals. That's a great thing. You're like, I have, I have made the first step and it'll happen sometime today. And especially in the, in the world of, you know, uh, Amazon and things like that, uh, people like you and me and younger, this is the world we live in. We, we almost feel more comfort in some of that stuff, you know? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I mean, people got used to ordering toilet paper or the click of a button and, and they're expecting the same to be true across a lot of the ways that they, they communicate online. So that the way in which people are booking services uh, has changed a lot. And um, you also there, talked a little bit about this last week, but there's a value to the contractor and to the pro of not having to take phone calls for leads that might not be a good fit. So if someone calls you and they're talking to you for 15 minutes about a service you don't offer, or li they live too far away, they've now eaten up your time. And uh, you could have found that out by first looking at their information through a, a message through your site or by listing your services on your site and listing those that you don't do. And yeah, and, and I even brought up uh, an even simpler, more basic problem, which is I'm not a compliance guy. And half of the time when somebody would uh, 
describe their email address to me over the phone, I wrote it down wrong. And all of a sudden you're in this super clunky, unprofessional thing. It's like, if you do have a website form or a, or a text to start the conversation, nowadays, like I showed last week on my website, you don't have to sit there and enter in your uh, uh, address and things like that. Nowadays, everybody does this all the time. The form autofills by itself. So really they, they do two or three clicks and it's already done. It could be easy. It's, so it's it, yeah. That's the world we live in, Nick, and that's <laughs> that's the easiest way to do it, I believe. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, let's share a little bit more here, and then definitely can open it up to Q and A. Um, this is just an example on, on Rachel's site showing that send us a text button makes it really easy for a customer to contact her and uh, her to get that information. Uh, additional to this are some other tips and tricks. These are just some one-off ideas that. Some of you probably are already doing, but we want to just highlight a few businesses that we've seen uh, do well. Uh, the first one is if you do get a new site or you revamp your site, post it on Facebook, be proud about it, and ask others to share it. You'll be amazed at how many of your customers will hit that share button, and someone that follows them might see your site, click on it, learn, and it's a good way to get the initial kick of new jobs right when you launch or if you make an update. Don't be afraid of redoing that, uh, reposting every few months and just saying, we added some new photos to our site or we revamped uh, a certain aspect of it and ask others to share it. Uh, the second one is, you know, market, market on your vehicles, uh, truck wrap signs, magnets. Your vehicle is a moving billboard for your business. And so make it easy for customers to find out more about you. Um, and I'll just share some examples as we go through these of, of businesses that have done this well. So an example of uh, one of the customers that we work with, Clayton Painting, a uh, fantastic group of guys. They uh, shared a post about their new site. They uh, got over 22 shares on it, 115 likes, and uh, they boosted this post a little bit with some paid advertisement, but it was incredible to see the number of shares that, that resulted from it. Uh, another example here is uh, putting a big a sign on, on the truck um, where people can go to learn more about the business. We've also uh, got the recommendation to direct customers to book directly through your site. So this is an example of a detailing business uh, that went on and, and made it really easy for customers to understand how to book that service. Again, reduce that friction. So go to our website, click book now, select your service, and then choose your date and time. Uh, fourth tip is uh, you can use your site to sponsor giveaways and community events to share uh, awareness in, the, in, in your local area. So don't just think of a website as, you know, I can only showcase services and photos of my work. You can actually use it to uh, try to drive referrals by all the amazing things that you're doing to give back to your community. We know a lot of pros are doing community events, are doing giveaways, and so showcase them on your site, make it easier for others to share. And then lastly is um, uh, a focus on uh, posting to local community Facebook groups. So. An example of this is uh, posting in your local town just with the services that you offer and that link to your site. It will go a lot longer, a lot further than just posting and hoping someone navigates to your Facebook page and then messages you. So some general tips and tricks, but I'll pause there and uh, turn it back over to you, Nick, and then we can open it up to Q&A. Uh, deep wisdom in those, Nick, seriously. Like when, when, uh, when people in their first year or two of contracting, we hit January and February. Right now, if you were to go on the painter Facebook uh, with all of our groups, 80,000, 100,000 painters in each group, the main question is, what do you charge for X and how do you get more leads right now? Because winter is always slower. Legitimately, that is 
the thing right there. It's, uh, it's, you can always use time. Uh, you can always use money and effort to solve problems. And a lot of the times when somebody's in their first year or two of contracting, money is not a plentiful, but you have lots of time in the winter, you know? So legitimately those things are when, when I get that distress call, somebody saying like, well, in December, I got one of the craziest emails ever, which is I'm one job away from being homeless. I am, I am three, four months behind on my mortgage. I'm about to get foreclosed on all this and that. And they're like, I need jobs right now. And I honestly, this list is exactly what I told them, which is social media is free post 42 times a day. If you have to, if you have a day where you're not painting and you don't have a job, all I would do is post interact. I would go to those community groups and I would list my services, but then also look for people looking for painters and get your name out there. You have no idea. Those are force multipliers. When somebody looks for a painter in one of my local areas, I'm a member of probably 50 or 60 of those local, like, you know, New Prague happenings, Northfield happenings, all the towns around me. When somebody looks for a painter, you think, well, okay, if I list my services, and normally when I go on there, I hit www.nickslavic.com, I'll link to my website, you know, I'd not just my Facebook profile. And not only will that person who posted go to my website and, and, fill out a form, there'll be three or four other people who are watching along who are like, Ooh, I'm looking for a painter too. And so it's this thing where you may think you're only advertising to one person that lives there. And there could be thousands of thousands of people that see that. So legitimately that is all stuff that's free. You can just do, it just takes your effort and you could not have put a, a, together a better list for generating work, especially in the winter. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, what we tried to focus on was what you can do uh, to leverage a site versus having to spend more dollars and, and more cost on advertising. And one thing you touched on, Nick, is, you know, if you do come to a desperate time, um, there is a, a pro that we work with actually this morning before the show, I was looking at, we have a, a form that can show us all the leads that go through the site. And all of a sudden I saw that he got 12 leads this morning. This true story. I'm not going to share his name, uh, privacy, but he got 12 leads this morning. And I was like, what, what did he do that suddenly changed uh, the same trajectory? And he posted uh, an honest story about the troubles that uh, his family was going through from, from a health standpoint and um, that he could really benefit from having work. And I'm sure it was really difficult for him to share that publicly. But if you are in tough time, people will help you and you just need to make it, uh, make it easy for them. So not only can you use the, a website and online uh, promotions like this to drive when things are going well, but if you are in a tough spot and if you're watching this and you're wondering, well, what else can I do? There's, there's a lot of people in your community that I'm sure will help you. You just need to make it easy for them to do it. Yeah. And, and you couldn't have said it any better, which is people, there's little hurdles in front of us trying to buy things or look up things or, or find services. And you'd be amazed how even the tiniest hurdle will make people just, ah, that's not a, whatever, moving on like that. And it, especially in the digital space, like this interacts so closely with uh, Google reviews, which is, you know, we only get maybe 3% callbacks on any of our jobs. And I would consider a callback something as simple as you left a screwdriver here or maybe we didn't perform as well on a job and we're going to do 600 jobs. So when you think about that, we should have 500 reviews a year uh, if we've, if we've done that, but no business almost gets 500 uh, reviews a year. Um, the little bumps in the road, like somebody, we even have these little hurdles where somebody will say, Oh my God, I want to leave a review. We have a stock form. We send out with the link. It takes four clicks and you're in. It's amazing yeah. how many of those people 
After they say, I will leave a review, we email them back two minutes later with a link and they still don't review. It's like just that one little, you have to make things like, I love what you said. You have to make it easy for them, but don't get discouraged. Even when you could not make it easier, some people it's just, I'm just, not, I'm just still not going to do it. I'm busy. Yeah. I have a family. I have other jobs, things like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and one of the aspects of a, of a Facebook page that can actually put a hurdle in there when people are searching online is if you click on someone's Facebook page and you're not logged into Facebook on your phone, Facebook's going to prompt you to log in. And, and that oftentimes, I mean, how, how many folks watching don't remember your password to log into Facebook, but it's been logged in on your computer for 10 years. And so if that happens when someone's searching, they're going to say, ah, screw it, I'm going on to the next thing. So really, you got to watch out for, you know, you might be doing the right things. It's just there's too many hurdles in the way for that homeowner that has 10 things going on, a kid screaming in the back of their car and, and needs to just learn information quickly. So it's all about reducing the, the friction along the way. And Nick, it is it is wild because this last year, we we as a company, we had enough bandwidth to start working on um, net promoter score and getting more reviews because we've been very unintentional about reviews. Like we just rely on the goodness of other humans to basically go through, like find us and do that. We'll send them links, we'll do other things, but it's like we, we got other things to do. We had enough bandwidth. Uh, we hired a coordinator, uh, a young hotshot to come in and take over a lot of the admin duties. And one of them was like, we, you know, key performance indicators. I want this person to contact every single job that was done and we need to get between one and two reviews a week. And sure. you would be amazed. You would be amazed. We do 15 jobs a week. You'd be amazed how hard it is to get one Google review a week. And the solution we found right now feels gross, which is this person is physically calling people on the phone mm -hmm. and, and working them through these links. Because honestly, if you just send a link out, the common sense thing would be, of course, they'll click on this. But again, if they're not logged into Facebook or some people don't have a Facebook account and some right. people don't even have a Google account, like to leave a Google review, you need yeah. to log into Google. And we finally realized when we took a deep dive, like, you know, we put it on uh, incognito mode and I did a bunch of this stuff. It's like, of course, my phone, your phone, we're constantly logged in to Instagram, Facebook and Google, and it's all set up. There's a lot of people in our core demo, 45 to 75, who are just not constantly logged into that stuff. So it's like, okay, there's a little bit of a hurdle, like you said. So sometimes, like you said, you can be doing everything right. You can make it easy. And still, sometimes you have to go back to that phone call sort of thing to remind people or walk them through in order to get a result. So it, it's a strange time. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And and I would say don't be afraid of, of asking multiple times. We um, we actually uh, use a tool where we offer to our customers where they can message their past customers to get the review via text message and upload 20, 30, 40 customers and it will send a message individually to each of those customers going forward. Um, and oftentimes you've got to send the second and third reminder because if you don't hit someone when they're in a spot that they can leave that review, then they're going to forget about it later. Life gets busy. And uh, and again, don't be afraid to ask a couple of times. Most of the time, people won't be frustrated. And if they are, they'll let you know and just say, hey, I'm not going to leave that review for you. It's really, it's really interesting because we, uh, it's data plus feelings. The data is we have, we have quite a few reviews compared to that, but I've been in business for 14 years and we do 500 jobs a year. It's like we should have thousands of Google reviews, you know, yeah. so it's always about like, listen, I'm grateful for the reviews we have, but why don't we have more? And when we did take this deep dive, it's it is 
it is amazing how hard it is to get some of those reviews, even with all the effort. I think our average touch touches with a with a client is somewhere between three and six. Um, wow. and, and then we still only have maybe a 1%, 2%, 3% conversion rate from that to where somebody actually leaves a review after all that effort. So, you know, like sure. you said, it's like this stuff was driving me crazy. And I reached out to a bunch of pros and they echoed the same data, which is you're only going to get a response from a certain number of the people. And it just is what it is. So, you know, going, I get comfort from the data again. It's like, yes, maybe we are performing better than the average, but the average doesn't have to be something you're comfortable with either. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and use the, the tools that are out there that can help you with it um, to, to, you know, focus your time on the work and less time on having to deal with all of those follow-ups. So there's a lot of uh, software out there that, that can help as well. Perfect. Um, I know there's uh, two questions for you here, uh, Nick. Uh, somebody wanted to know if they could get a hold of these slides after the show. Yeah, we'd be happy to send them out. Okay, so obviously, if uh, we have a, we have a Facebook feed going here that we can't do a screen share, I would urge you guys to go to Facebook. Um, I have Nick's info, I have Profone's info in Facebook, but I'll go back and I'll make sure I highlight uh, Nick's stuff. Again, so you can easily get a hold of him. I'll put links to him, Profone, and Rachel, and uh, you guys can get a hold of him, and then I'll let, uh, I'll let Nick take it from there. Uh, the other question was, uh, which is this, Ron Gerhars. We're located in the same town as Rachel as your guest today. For Profone, would they create a website or are there services to another contractor in the same area uh, as fellow competitors? Would you make a website for Ron as well? Good question. Good question. So uh, we do help pros. We, we don't say we can't uh, help you if you're in the same area as someone else. In this case, definitely would uh, let Rachel know in advance. And um, with that, would would focus on uh, making sure that you're both comfortable with it. Um, but we don't, we don't say, sorry, we can't help you um, if you're in the same area. So uh, Rachel, if you're watching, we'll definitely talk to you after this and make sure you're comfortable with that. And then Ron can talk to you and uh, go from there or just give you some general advice and the, the number of other folks that could help you out. And, and I know Ron, Ron and I interact once in a while. Awesome guy. Um, but just like Rachel said, uh, he used the word competitor. I know Ron, he doesn't actually mean that Rachel's a competitor. And for the people who are um, operating at a mature enough level in, in our industry, we understand that we are only limited by our ability to execute our business plan. Because right now, contracting and especially painting is the wild west if you have a website and you actually interact with people who interact with your website you will be overwhelmed with work so honestly i look at i look at you know when you bring up uh my, my business in my town too there is there are so many painting companies out there and i know these people we're all supporting our families and you know what we are still we have a backlog of over half a million dollars worth of painting work right now that is sold that we can't get to so there right now in our industry, in the residential market, there absolutely is no competition. And I would bet that in Rachel and, and uh, Ron's area, if there were five of me operating uh, that employ about 35 to 40 people, you would not see any dip in demand in what you're doing. So that is that is the that is the sort of world that painters and tradespeople are in right now. So if you are easy to find, prepare to be overwhelmed. It doesn't matter <laughs> how many other painters are in your industry. <laughs> That's why this exactly. stuff is so important, you know, because like I said, there is another painter in my town who doesn't own a cell phone and own a computer. And if you want to get a hold of them, you're going to have to subscribe to our local newspaper that only comes on Wednesday. You're going to have to call him 
leave a voice message. And when he calls you back, you're going to have to describe to get to your house and write the directions down because he also doesn't own a GPS to get to you. Yeah. So that's yeah. clunkiness. And and people of my generation and your generation, Nick, we will give up very quick on stuff like that. So uh, yeah, exactly. be easy to find. <laughs> and and like, I come back to our, our tagline here, which is power to the pro and the idea that what we want to do is make it so that you get found and book customers directly. We don't want homeowners to have to go through the lead generation marketplaces to then charge you a cost per lead. So if we enable you to do your online presence correctly, then more power goes to the pros, more direct business gets booked and less goes through the marketplaces out there. So hopefully both you and Rachel could grow your business rather than growing the marketplaces that are then going to overcharge you on the cost per lead. So. That's the the you know idea that there's enough demand out there. Let's focus it on getting it to pros directly versus through uh, middlemen. So in in closing, I will say this because um, a lot of times, you know, especially when you get into you know the painter internets as we call it, when when all of us painters interact on Facebook and various groups, and uh, some are skewed towards the craft, some are skewed towards the business, and especially this time of the year in those business forums, everybody's all about. AdWords, SEO, websites, Google stuff, best practices. And we can get paralyzed by the amount of data that comes across because we have a hard time vetting all these SEO experts and website builders. The reason that you were on the show last year and the reason that you're on the show now, Nick, is that you had one of the most unique value propositions I have ever heard in this space. It was straightforward. You understand all those things where it's it's not, hey, if you shovel piles of cash at Nick Ornitz, you'll be number one in the Chicago area. It's like, no, there's a lot more that goes to that. And you know that. And that's why I think what you offer is of immense value. And if you guys have enough time, obviously interact with Nick, learn about Profone. But Nick also has a very interesting story about business startup and everything else. He's in the space that we are in as well. He is a fellow business owner trying to grow a business and his story is super inspirational too. So Nick, uh, final words for everybody watching. Yeah, I'll just uh, say thank you, Nick, for having us on. Thank you to everyone that watched. And if you do have questions, uh, I'm gonna share a slide here with my contact info and, and info about uh, our business so you can reach out. We are offering to do a free website for anyone that is uh, watching as a free sample. And we're going to pick one lucky winner to get a free site uh, that, that will be yours with no cost. So uh, if you're interested, leave a comment, send me a direct message, or just check out our website to learn more. Um, again, if you just want general tips, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to give you the advice, send you the slides that are here. Um, we really are, are trying to help all you out. So thanks for the time this morning. You know, it's Saturday and, and family time. No, exactly. And and honestly, um, do not sleep on this here. Get a hold of Nick. <laughs> Take advantage of this because you did this for me in real time on, on, uh, on the last show. So um, this is substantial. You will not waste your time talking to Nick. And this is the time you're going to do it. If you put this off towards March, March starts getting nice, and then you're going to be painting again, and then April, and then, of course, May to October, you couldn't possibly have the time to do this. Like, this is the time right now. We all have the bandwidth to do it. So, Nick, I will personally thank you uh, for being a resource to me and our industry. And, and we do need more trustworthy people like you who understand this and can actually offer us value instead of the normal proposition we get, which is, listen, I'm going to need a thousand bucks a month and you're not going to see a result for three years. 
Like those are the other options that we're given in this space. And it's disheartening to us business owners because we don't know if that's right or wrong. So we thank you for this, Nick, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Nick. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching the Ask a Painter live show. There'll be some updated links here. Uh, take advantage of this from Nick. Get a hold of him. Now is the time, folks. Your bandwidth only goes down from here as we go throughout the year. So uh, if you're going to work on your business, do it now so you can optimize for next fall. So thanks, everybody, for watching and uh, have a good rest of the weekend. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.